Welcome to Faith Through the Fire with your hosts, Tracy Waldridge, Lawrence Seeley, and Stephen Drawball. Hello, everybody. I'm back on the podcast. <laughs> Took a little Your break. Back, <laughs> but um, today we just wanted to talk about coming off of Thanksgiving and just the season of being thankful. I know I have a lot to be thankful for, and I'm very thankful for this podcast and to be able to share stories and motivation for other people. So that's one big thing that I'm thankful for this year. So today we're just going to get into being thankful as a Christian. Yeah, so just as Lauren was talking about, I'm thankful for the podcast too. It's if you kind of followed along at all with North Point, it was kind of a collaboration that came about um, just through you know with Tracy and and Lauren already have something going, and me kind of wanting to get involved and everything working out great. So I'm thankful for that as well. Um, yeah, so we were you know kind of throwing around ideas and thinking about what we could uh, go on and. As Lauren said, coming off the Thanksgiving season and being um, really thinking about what we can be thankful for. But, you know, there's a lot of times in in life that we get caught up into complaining and grumbling and, you know, whatever's going on. We might be caught up in politics, you know, maybe something didn't go the way that we wanted to. And so we start complaining and grumbling about that or uh, whatever it might be. I mean, it could be sports teams and we're upset about that or, you know, all (laughs) kinds of different things that we can be ungrateful for. But, you know, as, as Christians, we're called to be different. And, uh, you know, so that's that's kind of what we're trying to focus this on is thinking about as a Christian being different, um, being called to be different um, compared to being complaining and being ungrateful. And Paul gives us a, a warning about that, you know, that um, a lot of us will get caught up into that, that we'll complain about things, that we'll be ungrateful. And, and uh, you know, we need to be cautious of that. And uh, I know, Tracy, we talked a little bit about uh, on numerous occasions about um, Moses and what he went through and with the Israelites and always constantly having to remind them they need to be thankful and grateful uh, for God and what they do, what he's doing for them. Um, but then they turn around and complain. And and you see the seriousness of it. You, you had put down us talking about Moses there, a scripture, Numbers chapter 14 just want to read this, Numbers 14, 26 through 30, and really let you know how serious this is, because I think people think, you know, we, we like to um, categorize. Categorize. I'll edit that. Um, <laughs> we, we like to, uh, say that again. Categorize. <laughs> we like to categorize. <laughs> you just ignore him. We like to categorize sins. Okay. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. <laughs> All right. And make it not as big of a deal, which right. I know I'm guilty of. I feel like lately, I guess the times and everything is, everybody's going through hard times with just COVID and everything. And I feel like I've done more complaining probably lately than I ever have, which I know I need to watch that. So, Well, you, you think of other sins. You just think of, you know, this is not that big a deal if, if I complain mm-hmm. a little bit. And, and I think it's, I guess it's just because we become immune to it mm-hmm. and we're so used to it. But uh, it, like I said, Numbers 14, uh, verse, verses 26 through 30 says, The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, How long will this wicked community uh, grumble against me? I have heard the complaints of these grumbling Israelites. So tell them, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, 
I will do to you the very thing I heard you say. In this wilderness, your bodies will fall. Every one of you, 20 years old or more, who was counted in the census and who has grumbled against me, not one of you will enter the land. I swore with uplifted hand to make your home, except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. So the main reason, the Israelites, that you think back to the Israelites, there was plenty of sin that they yeah. committed, right? They, yeah. they even uh, made a golden calf. And the reason they're not going to get into the promised land, God says, I'm, I'm tired of your grumbling and complaining. And yeah. really, I think it's uh, what, it, what it says. I, I think it's more of what it says about God you know, in, in our faith in him, especially with the Israelites, they didn't trust him. You know, it was, yeah. it was a repeated thing of, you've brought us out here to die. You know, mm -hmm. this is worse than where we were in, in Egypt. And it's really a kind of a slap in the face to God when the Israelites are saying, what have you done to me when God has done so much for them? He tells them over and over again, if you read through the Old Testament, remember Remember, remember what I've yep. done. And we look at the Israelites and think, man, how ungrateful could you be? <laughs> and we <Yeah>. do <laughs> we do the same thing in life. All the you know, I focus on all this bad stuff and God, what are you doing? You've brought you know, why have you let this happen and this happen? And I think God's saying you know, you need to remember what I've done for you and, and, I and think have faith. It's, uh, really, really important as Christians to be thankful and joyful because, you know, if we walk around like Eeyore, who wants to be a Christian? If, well, I don't want to be a Christian. She never seems happy or thankful or joyful. Why would I want to, why would I want to do that? So I think it's important to check yourself every day. Like I need to be thankful and joyful people are watching they're really looking in on your life and how you how you handle things in all the circumstances so it's very even, crucial even when i watch you avail play basketball <laughs> they're zero and six yep uh, even then okay i'm not even <laughs> I, I found out a way not to complain just don't watch them just don't, yeah. just do not watch well them. i i think i think both of you all bring up really good points that you know um, that's kind of two-sided on there. Lauren, you talked about how, um, you know, we need to be a grateful person, uh, people because of, of people watching us. And so we have that kind of external influence on people uh, to be like, this is the person I am and I'm a grateful person. I'm a, I'm a thankful person. And they see that and they see the joy and the happiness and that can rub off on them. But the other side that we we don't think about enough is that, you know, on, on this podcast, we've talked with so many people about depression and, and alcohol um, and uh, suicide attempts and stuff. The more times that we put ourselves into positive situations and being thankful and changing our total mindset, and we can we'll talk about that in a little bit in a, in a scripture um, that I came across when kind of going through this that it says that it's, you know, it can be outpouring from us, mm -hmm. that it's not just a, uh, I'm going to be thankful right now. It's a, it's a continual outpouring of thankfulness that can change the inner person of who we are. 
um, and be really impactful. And, and not that it, as we've said before, not that there's not other things that you need to do for depression and stuff like that, right. but changing that mindset can really be, uh, you know, really impactful on, I, on who we are. I know for me with my mental health journey, when I was really struggling, it was really hard every day to think of anything positive really but the more i started you know we do we do our gratitudes daily which we were slacking on those but my family would have a group chat and we'd list our gratitudes every single day and that kind of helped me think okay you know it's not not all terrible i have things to be grateful for and then now how i've turned it into a positive you know helping others with their mental struggles and you know during that time, I would say it was hard to be joyful, but I think that, you know, how I handled it was I had to remind myself so important because it could help somebody else out or, you know, be able to be a light to somebody who, sh- who else is struggling. So, uh, like you said, not to say that there isn't other things that you need to do here on earth that you might need a little boost or medicine or anything like that, but it's just it's very important to just be joyful and see the bigger picture of, you know, this is just temporary and we're all trying to get to heaven and it's not going to be like this forever. So, yeah, good points. Talking about like your environment and what's going on and, and still being thinking, I, I think a lot of people maybe take it as, you know, when you start writing down what you're thankful for, even in mm-hmm. you're in the middle of a mess, let's say in life, you're, you know, depression, um, things going on around you, family members, whatever it might be. And people think, well, that's just being fake or phony, you know, you're, but over time, if you do those, if you make yourself write down these positive gratitudes, your mind can start changing. Mm-hmm. You, you start to see things that you didn't see before and you're and you're not totally focused on the negative and it's not this thing where you're you know in the middle of a mess and you're walking around giggling <laughs> you know mm. <laughs> but yeah. but you have it's it's a way of life of okay I know it's I know it's rough right now but I'm going to keep focusing you know I'm going to hold on to hope and be thankful and I know where I'm going no matter what goes on in this life I just thought about Philippians is is just one of the greatest letters, I think, uh, that Paul has written. Uh, Very short, but, you know, he's in a Roman prison, and it is one of the most joyful letters that you could ever read. And and he talks about in the very first chapter, you see his his mindset and and his views. You know, he could be very easily same deal why am i here god what you know you you wanted me to spread the gospel and now you got me in prison you know you didn't you allowed this to happen however you know and he doesn't say that at all he doesn't talk about government or politics or the only time he talks about government is in philippians 1 he says i'm thankful that i'm here because i got a chance to maybe give the gospel to some Roman officials. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. it, so he looks at everything in the eyes of of eternal of of souls being saved even if it's at his own pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. 
um, he's still he's still joyful, and you see that all through the book of Acts, them being joyful and thankful for for taking beatings for God, because um, it because it gives God glory. I don't know. I, I think part of our lack of thankfulness is we're spoiled. <laughs> yeah. I say we. I should say I. I don't want to speak for everybody, <laughs> but I'm spoiled, and I. There's a lot of comforts that I'm used to that I take for granted. Well, I mean, I know you've been to Honduras before, and, you know, my dad's talked about how the kids there are just so thankful for, like, a piece of candy, you know? And they're so happy with just playing with a soccer ball. And it's like, that's wild to me that, like, we can't find little things like that. You know, we take them for granted, and we're we're not as, we, we don't, show how thankful we are we just get comfortable here and that might that might be a good challenge for any of the listeners because i've i've been through that as well um going on mission trip to uh, mexico and that's what opened my eyes on a lot of stuff you know as far as being thankful and grateful it's all the same thing you know kids that you know came up and and they just wanted to be around you they just wanted to play you know like you said play soccer or if you had a piece of candy or whatever it might be they just wanted to to be around you and they were they were extremely thankful for that and we can you know as as americans we can get caught up in the instant gratification of things and get disgruntled or upset about things i think aaron talked about that in a sermon here recently about you know what if we had dial-up still on the internet <laughs> or you had to go back to it like how many of us yeah. would get so upset and ungrateful <laughs> yeah for that i, I think know? about that just like with traffic you know, I get so mm-hmm. frustrated if there's any kind of delay in, in traffic. And I would just think, you know, it wasn't that long ago where people, it yeah. took them a full day to get where I'm going in, in 10, 15 minutes. You know, it's exactly it's crazy. Yeah. It's all our point oh, of view. Yeah. We spent, we spent a little bit of time talking about being, un, you know, ungrateful. Let's switch it a little bit. Let's talk yeah. about thankfulness. Let's talk about, you know, God uh, the things that we can be thankful for, Christ, and 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 a few other things that we'll get into. But I wanted to talk about Colossians two um, again, looking up different thankfulness, and and we sing uh, "Count Your Blessings" a lot. Um, I really like that song, but sometimes we can get caught in that just count your blessings, you know, name them one by one, and and we're like, okay, well, we got this, we got this, whatever. But in Colossians two. It tells us to be abounding in thanksgiving or other translations uh, say overflowing with gratitude. That's that kind of what Tracy was talking about, that that outpouring that we have on a daily basis. Not that we won't you know, get frustrated or be upset at times, but that helps change who we are to be more like overflowing with gratitude. Um, Psalm is a is a great like an entire you know if you can read all of Psalms mm-hmm. you're gonna hit so many opportunities of, of thankfulness where um, you know just outpouring of thankfulness being you know giving things wholeheartedly. Yeah, and again, I, I think if if we focus on our spiritual blessings, if we just focus on that. I mean, we will have this kind of outpouring of of Thanksgiving. We got to take our eyes off of what's going on around us and just focus on the again the I say that a lot, but the The end goal. The end goal. We do. I mean, you just think about God's word. Just having God's word, and we see the whole picture, and it's all put together. 
and we've got all the prophecies that point to Jesus. We've got we see how the whole plan fit together. You know, I as a kid I used to think, boy, it'd be cool to maybe live back in that time of miracles to be able to see what God does. You know, split the Red Sea or uh, you know whatever wherever it might be, some some giant miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, when you think about it, those folks don't have the advantage that we do with God's word being complete right now and being able to look back and then see how it all points to Jesus. And if you you think about that's a huge blessing. Our podcast, like all the transformations that we've seen in people, that's just awesome. And to top it off about the Bible, just it's awesome that the Bible, I mean, we could just get on our phones and get the Bible. How thankful Mm -hmm. we should be for that, that we can have the Bible, you know, at any given moment, really. Our phones, um, anywhere. So Yeah, you you look at the book of Psalms and David, you know, and, and other psalmists, just they really hone in on being thankful for God's word and his mm-hmm. law yeah. and what they had at that time. And, yeah. and I just think, how much more should we be? Um, because that, that allows, I did a lesson on joy, and, you know, and that was a big part of joy, I think, is God's word allows us to get closer to God. That's how mm-hmm. we get closer to knowing him and having a better relationship with him. And that's something we, we should definitely be thankful for. I, I think about, you know, with, with the word, I also think about it's, it's a open communication with our Heavenly Father, mm-hmm. you know, because we have kind of his side and we have where we have that open line of communication through prayer as well. Right. Um, and being thankful on that side as well, that we can come to him with, Anything. with things that we're thankful for, or things that we might be going through or, um, you know, whatever that we would take to him. Um, we have that side as well. And, uh, you know, again, like you were saying, God's word, I mean, there's, when you really sit down and think about it, that it's God breathed, you know, that it's there, that it's complete, that it's everything that we need to know about our Heavenly Father and then how to get there <laughs> to be with Him. Um, it's an amazing thing. It's something that we should be thankful for every day. Amen. And then on that side of it, too, just God, <laughs> you know, Himself, God in Christ and, and what they do with us, do for us. You know, um, God sending a son and dying on the cross. And you think about everything that Christ went through. And then there's so many times that Christ turns around and says, but your will and saying things like, you know, Father, I thank you that you're listening to me, that you're hearing my pleas, that you're hearing you know, what, I, what I'm bringing to you, that puts a whole lot of comfort for me too, to know that, that Christ that was there with him and came to this earth to go through everything that, you know, that he went through so that we would have salvation right. uh, to turn around and, and talk like that. When people talk about the, the punishment of hell and, and, and eternity and hell, and, and we, a lot of times I think we focus on the physical pain mm-hmm. of what the Bible talks about but what you're saying we we can't wrap our minds around what it would be like to not have a connection to god yeah to be cut off from god told you know we are not cut off from god here you know no matter what we've done we can come back and get forgiveness and have a relationship with him 
And you think about an eternity without that option of, of him not being there, how scary that is. Um, and what a blessing it is that we, you know, that Christ paid that penalty for us and we can have a relationship here and then it yeah. come to full term in, in heaven. So Yeah. I'm thankful too for, for forgiveness, <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, you know, the salvation that we have in Christ and then that continual, cause I mess up daily, you know, try not to try to have my focus where it needs to be, but you know, mess up daily on whatever it might be. And, you know, this, that, um, that avenue to be able to, you know, come before him and say, I messed up, you know, please forgive me for, for those things that I've done wrong. And, right. um, and knowing and having confidence that it's going to be forgiven, you know, cause he teaches us that, it, that it will, and that's going to provide us an opportunity to, to have that eternal home with them. To go along with that, having brothers and sisters in Christ that follow Christ's example, that forgive us when we've, when we've wronged them or, or when we do something and, and confess our sins to one another, having a group of people around you that has that same kind of heart. Thankful for our church, North Point. I feel like they do a very good job of Uh, being open and honest with each other and leaning on each other so i'm thankful for that and that there's other christians you know of the same mind that we can enjoy all our blessings and be thankful together yeah that's what i mean you know when you visit other congregations or you go to events that might have other christians there it is it's so refreshing to know that we're all of one body Mm -hmm. that all of us collectively have that that same goal now we might have a few differences on some things but at the end of the day we're christians striving for the same purpose toward the same goal um and that's really refreshing you know to know that that you have other people here to lean on that yeah we have the avenue of prayer and that's that's for me it's an ultimate thing to be able to have that communication with god but to be able to have your brothers and sisters there and say hey i'm really struggling with this just like we've talked about you know here on the podcast of things that you're going through and having prayer is is powerful mm-hmm. also having your brothers and sisters to lean on to help out amen. is really big for us amen kind of going along with the same theme ha- having the church and what a blessing it is to be able to come together and worship together and, yeah and seeing you know and i, I was talking to uh when I did a lesson at Cedar Springs on joy, I was talking about having joy in our worship and something my mom used to say was, if you don't like, if you don't like worshiping, if you don't, you know, when I was a kid and I was complaining about having to get off the basketball court and go to Sunday afternoon service, I'd get, I'd get this speech. Um, You know, if you don't want to go to worship, you don't want to sing praises, you ain't going to like heaven. Cause that's yep. what we're going to be, that's what we're going to be doing. And you look at revelation and you get a picture of what heaven's going to be like of, of singing praises to God and, and worshiping him. And, uh, so, you know, over the years I've, I've learned that lesson and how special it is that we mm-hmm. can come together and, and sing together. And I, I love it. North point does such an awesome job. All the folks, it's so joyful. In, yeah. in our worship, in in um, teaching, and everything that they do there, 
it's, it's on that point with worship there there was uh you know just kind of a, a story a quick little story i had a, a guy that went to church with when i was younger teenager and stuff and he would always catch us if we say something i gotta go to church oh no no we get to we yeah. get to go to church. we get to worship right. you know and, and right. like it was it was one of those things where you're like, oh, come on, man. But, you know, <laughs> like it sticks with you because it's like, yeah, that's that's, that's right. true. Yeah, we that's get true. this opportunity to go and be with brothers and sisters, like-minded people to worship God. So, that, yeah, it's good. I, I'll give a shout out to Anita Eisenberg, who goes to Waterson Trail, that taught me when I was a kid in Sunday school. And she asked the question, what do you what do you say when your mom and dad, like when you're out <laughs> playing basketball? <laughs> And you tell the other kids oh, where man. you're going. And I was like, I tell them I got to go to church. And she said the same thing. And yeah. like, you know, and I and I realized, too, how my whole demeanor was when I left. Mm-hmm. Was like mm-hmm. kicking the dirt and like going. <laughs> and like, <laughs> Those the kids other, are probably like, right? I am never going to church with you. Yeah, the kids are like, man, <laughs> we're taking this guy out to torture <laughs> So... You know, but we can be like that as adults, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, if a neighbor or something sees us and we're busy and then we're like, oh, I got to go. You know, oh, come on, let's go. I will say, you know, though, I, I have just really been so excited to come to North. I'm always so excited for church. I'm excited to come I, tomorrow. I am, too. So I guess as you get older, you're added. I was the same way when I was younger. I'd be like, gotta go to church. But (laughs) you are getting pretty old now. Yeah, I know. I'm getting up there. Speaking from the old guys, right? (laughs) That's right. right. I so talking about those points, that kind of gets me thinking about being thankful for for family because um, you know, you're talking about, you know, being you gotta go to church. I can remember we, um, so after my grandfather passed away, um, we stopped going to church for a little bit. And I can remember, you know, there's there's certain memories that you have that just stick with you in life. And this was one of them. And it was uh, my grandmother came to visit. She was she was Christian and she, you know, got up Sunday morning. And it might have been Saturday night that she started talking about this. But Sunday morning, it was like, all right, get your clothes on. We're going to church. Mm-hmm. There was no, there was no if ands or buts about it, you know, for her and and I can remember her because she would always talk to you like that, you know. She's straight to the point, straight shooter. I'm <laughs> now. This is what we're gonna do. So everybody, get ready. Here we go. And you know, sometimes we talk about you know changing uh, the trajectory of of a person's life, and I can think about that with with her in, in that instance. And you know, my parents had a huge influence on me as far as being a Christian and I'm sure Lauren could probably say yeah. the same thing about you, Tracy. And, um, but that one instance I can remember, like, I, I, I really feel like that made a huge significant impact on not just me, but my brother and sister and my parents, because it was like, Nope, yeah. I'm going to take That's you not, and, and, no, and this I, is what we're going to do. I, I will Amen. say on to that. I'm thankful that my parents were always dedicated to taking me to church and making it important because as I get older, Sorry, I shouldn't say that. I'm the young one of the of the podcast, <laughs> but it is. It's just I'm so glad that they did that every. Even when I did complain or wanted to do something else, I'm thankful that they, you know, took the time to to stress the importance of going when the doors were open. And so yeah, it always. Uh, I always get puzzled. I've heard parents say, "Well, I I just leave it up to the, you know." <laughs> 
I just leave it up to if they don't really feel like it. There's and I'm like what? Well, yep. you know, you make them eat vegetables for, <laughs> for you know. Need but, your spiritual food. So you know, we we <laughs> you know it takes some training, but uh, same here. Yeah. You know, and I I just mentioned my mother, you know, and she was same same way you were talking about Steve, very straight and to the point. <laughs> tell you like it yeah. is, uh, but she made a. A big impression on me on on being faithful no no matter what you know you you were you were going to be there when the doors opened and and you and were going to be helping and be a part of it and it goes trickles down you know we right. talk about our grandparents and our parents and now you know it just it makes a huge impact i've i've talked about my mom with you know not just what she said but what she did um you know i've talked about gossip how she's i've watched her stop someone cold talking about somebody else i'm not going to listen to it you know and it it wasn't because that person that they were talking about was her best buddy yeah (laughs) but she just wasn't going to do it and and that made an impression you know seeing it in action makes an impression my father just countless people that have said you know your dad was there I, i that phrase I've heard over and over again, your dad was there when, and -hmm. Steven, you probably get the same, (laughs) that kind of comments with, with both your parents, but them being there for people in the service and that, that makes a huge impact. And, uh, man, that's something to be thankful for. You know, there's a lot of folks Mm -hmm. out there. There's a lot of great Christians now that, that haven't had that opportunity, you know, yeah. Um, that missed out on that. Um, so that, that, well, that's a That's just another blessing. reason to be thankful for it. You know, that's not right. everybody has that. All right. So now that we've kind of touched on family and how we're thankful for our family, I just thought maybe we could go around and just say how we can incorporate this podcast today into our lives every day and um, something that my family does that we are slacking on, I'll admit, <laughs> um, that I really enjoyed was every day texting each other like three things we're thankful for and holding us accountable for that and i think it kind of it might have you might have started doing that when i was kind of struggling just to kind of help you know help us all look for the positive so um i really enjoyed doing that and we need to get back to doing it more consistently but just every day you know start a group chat with your family and say okay we're each gonna list three things that we're thankful for and that kind of holds you accountable and others just to be more thankful so amen yeah i like that one lauren that that could be you know i mean you could hit that a lot of different ways you could talk about spiritual based you Mm -hmm. can do physical based you know a lot of different stuff i like that that's really good uh, mine would be, uh, mine kind of comes back from a, a leadership perspective, um, reading uh, a book about um, this guy that um, talked about gratitude and, and being thankful and, and being a leader, um, kind of servant leader, leader type stuff, if you've heard of that, um, and then went to a conference on his and kind of steal it from him a little bit, but it's something that that I try to do as much as I can. So leader or, you know, be it out in the world or if you're, you know, minister or whatever that might be, you could use this where you would go. Um, and before 10 a.m., you make it a purpose before 10 a.m. Because if you have a deadline, then 
you know, hopefully you're going to hit that deadline. Um, but make contact with at least one person and tell them something that you're grateful or thankful for that they've done, um, you know, for you or with you or whatever it might be. So, if you know, if they've done a really good job on some type of report that they had to turn in at a certain time for you to make sure that you touch a base with them and talk to them about how great a job they did and how thankful you are for them to be around. And I can think from my own perspective, you know, being having a boss that has done that to me makes a world of difference. It really makes a does. world of difference. Yeah. Makes makes you uh happier, makes you more grateful for being where you're at. Yeah. I I like that idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, that um they actually when I was doing real estate, they talked about that, you know, and uh tried to practice it a lot on cuz you know, yeah. <laughs> I guess in that business it, you can have some bad times. <laughs> um, yeah. so that that seemed to help seemed to help a lot of people. Yeah, it makes for you see. I work at Chick Fil A, and you know everybody says we're so happy, but they follow these kind of things, you know, That's right. and so it makes everybody just joyful there. That's right. <laughs> so I guess I guess mine would be kind of in the in the light that I talked about earlier with Paul, as as when we look at problems, you know, don't get so down on the problem itself, but look at it as an opportunity. When things go on in our life, and there's pain and suffering. That is the prime time when the gospel can be spread. That is the prime time when God's glory can be shown. Uh, you know, Paul talks about it a lot. You know, he, he boasts in his weakness, not in ability, but in, you know, in, in the bad times because you see God's strength. Others will see God's strength in that. So I think if we look at uh, problems in that light, we can be thankful. You know, it's not that we're thankful that something terrible has happened but we can say okay this has happened we live in this fallen world and this has happened but you know what god's glory can shine in this in this moment and i can be thankful for that so let me work on how how to do that it's like the sign in in your all's living room it says there's always, always something to be thankful for. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Always something. That, I think, Tracy, I think that takes it to a, a, a new level as far as thankfulness because a lot of times we can be on the side of everything that's going good. You know, as long as it's good, then that's we right. can be thankful. But, that's right. you know, looking at those those difficult times and then coming from those and saying, well, what can we be thankful from from that and talking about you know, God getting the glory. That's, uh, that's really important. That's a, that's a really good, really good point. I like that. Amen. Just, and just one more to add that to, I think serving others is, is a big, you know, I've told people before and I think, cause it's, I think it's helped me when, when things are going bad and I think things are falling apart in my world, I need to reach out and help somebody else. And that, uh, you know, y'all talked about the mission trips and things like that. When you reach out and give service to someone, your your eyes will open up and, and you will be more grateful. You'll be more joyful. We were we were made to serve others. Um, so that's a that's a big part of it, I think, of, of our gratitude. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate the roundtable discussion. It's good to have Lauren back with it's us good to, good to have the main character back sorry guys <laughs> main character Thank you. <laughs> character i'll tell you that character. <laughs> but all right we'll, we'll sign off love you guys
If you're out there and you're going through a fire, our prayer for you is that you have the attitude of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who said, our God can deliver us from this fiery furnace. But even if he doesn't, we'll continue to serve him and him only. Thank you for listening to Faith Through the Fire.